evening and welcome to Hutton Orbital News. I am your presenter of the evening. Yes, I am. Yes, that's right. I am Dick Chafing. And I'm Rudolf Hucker. And tonight we have a packed program for you. And here is our first headline. Hutton Truckers work towards the Nebula community goal to build a new space station. That's right. Hold on. Reports of space madness continue to flood in. And many gimps reach Sagittarius A. And civil war breaks out in Alpha Centauri. I don't know, I take one week off and suddenly I come back a little bit rusty. Hold on a second, I'll just have a shot of whiskey to settle my nerves. Mm. Gin, definitely gin, old boy. Gin, mmm. Mmm. Ah, <coughs> sorry, <coughs> press play in the iPod. <coughs> yes, you join us here live, breaking news from Hutton Orbital, and of course, just recently, we had reports from that wonderful community goal to establish a station in the nebula. Uh, I believe you've got some details on that, don't you, uh, 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 Rudolph? Yes, um, many hundreds of Hutton truckers descended on Kaushpoo's station, um, bringing with them everything they could lay their hands on, uh, metallic, of course, to help build this new station. Um, we assume this is a staging point for the new station, and it's going to be built with uh, whacking great big engines. But for the time being, Hutton truckers, you have done a sterling job shipping metals to Kaushpoo's. It's been a fantastic community goal, to be honest, and and I believe we're now on to a second stage, which involves mining and... Oh, no, no, what's the... Yar! Yar! Killing the pirates! I'm taking the pirates out with the dirty trash. (laughs) So, uh, then we have reports of space madness. Now, um, you seem to have uh, all the reports this evening, don't you? I'm just here to to look pretty and press buttons uh, (coughs) like this. (coughs) You've got got the bong, yes? I I have definitely... (coughs) Yeah, I've definitely got it. (coughs) Right, um, yes... There are reports uh, throughout Sagittarius A of space madness descending upon the Hutton truckers after making all the drop-offs at all the stations and lobbing one into Winard's hole commanders went via a nebula to Sagittarius A and sat there waiting for their comrades in arms to turn up. Um, There was an impromptu meeting at Sag A and while staring at the black hole we have reports that a number of commanders went mad. Yes, indeed, they decided, because they couldn't suicide out there, to get all the way back via the uh, Remlock Rescue Service, um, they would blow each other up at Sajay to get back quickly. So, there is a long, long, long and very sad video of commanders at Sajay destroying each other's ships and floating in space, waiting for the ambulance. Oh my god, I didn't realise there'd been a Sajay suicide pact. 
Yeah, it was a mutual suicide pact, and um, luckily the Remlock saved absolutely everybody, and they're all fine. The ships are obviously not, but they're all fine. Um, unfortunately, there was one inbound commander who was waiting to pick up a spare mug to drop into Sajay to take part in the uh, the big gimp run, and by the time he got there, all he found was wreckage. <laughs> And on that note, um, yes, uh, congratulations to all the commanders that have been making the GIMP challenge, that have been taking Hutton mugs to help solve mods and keep everybody happy throughout known space and beyond. Uh, we have many tens upon tens of submissions coming into Snarswell in our back office, and um, he has disappeared under a huge pile of emails and pictures and videos and songs and music and lyrics and craziness and um, we're trying to dig snoz out at the moment uh, more on that news later but um congratulations to all the commanders that have made it um, and everybody who's made it has earned themselves one of our exclusive hutton patches uh, being shipped by buck naked of lake on spaceways and uh, well done commanders we're also searching through the details to work out who our very first commander was to win one of the fabled hutton mugs yeah no because there was there was three three mad mad commanders who upon the release of the course set about it foregoing sleep, rest sustenance, toilet breaks and I think we met them the following evening when they were talking utter gibberish which I think was the first reported cases of space madness but it's it's kind of difficult to see who got their submission in first so we will be back with more information on that as soon as we have judged and picked and then we'll be able to release, possibly next week we'll have a whole list of winners and of course there's still time to earn your patch, so make sure you pick up that course, Commanders, and you make sure that you become one of the latest hot gimps. Um, and for anybody that was wondering, uh, the prizes on this one, obviously Hutton Orbital donated one of our fabled mugs. Um, we have the flight patches donated by Buck Naked, but we also have very generously from one of the AI uh, voice pioneers uh, over at HCS um, donated uh, voice packs of AIs to keep you company and stave off the space madness next time. So to HCS, thank you very much indeed, guys. Yeah, amazing generosity there. <clears throat> Our next story. We understand that civil war has broken out in the Alpha Centauri system. Yes, one of the local factions upset at the Hutton Truckers Cooperative being appointed as an official faction in the local area decided to declare war on us. Um, there are combat zones throughout the system. We are currently battling to maintain control of Hutton Orbital and keep this radio station on the air. This is a message to all commanders in the area. If you're not a GIMP and you're not part of the CG, we need your help. Now, I, I myself did take to the old uh, Golden Anaconda and went out there and set about some of these nasty little reprobates. Uh, now, I believe that a number of the combat zones have resolved. I'm not entirely sure that the Civil War is still ongoing. I think we've managed to hold our majority, but of course, the desired effect is that we move into Alden Prospect. That would be the dream to have two stations in the system owned by the Hutton Truckers. That's what we were aiming for. We had. Well, we're intending on renaming it, renaming it to Alvin uh, 
prospect <laughs> after prospect. our mighty leader, of course. That, that would yes. Be, yes, all hail the mighty Alvin. And um, that would be amazing. However, um, the issue is whether or not the background uh, simulation has been corrupted by evil frontier politicians out there just making sure that their nefarious aims and objectives are met at the exception of any fair and free contest. We won't stand for this. Don Antonacci, we are coming for you. You leave our background simulation alone and let it work. <clears throat> but yes, we're not sure quite yet what the results of that are. We will report. Well, we have breaking news. We have urgent breaking news from Ooh. Commander Mindwipe who has just sent us a message saying the breaking news is that war has apparently ended. The civil war has been won by the Hutton Truckers Cooperative this evening. Ooh, now, I do know it was a four-way war with all factions in the system apart from one, the uh, pansies who sat uh, in the station whimpering. Uh, the rest of them took to the skies in a massive battles and com- conflict zones all over Alpha Centauri, really leading to uh, the opportunity and the possibilities of us actually losing control of Hutton Orbital, which would have been disastrous as our first outing. And uh, I have to admit, I did actually come across a commander who was not fighting on the side of the truckers. So I immediately locked on to that tyrannical beast of a human being, and upon seeing my golden anaconda glinting in the darkness of space, he turned tail, boosted, and shield-celled his arse out of there. Never to... It wasn't Spoonsy, was it? No, actually, I should have taken a screenshot, but uh, I didn't think. I was just kind of like, going, "Oh, I'm going to die and lose my anaconda." But he thought, "Oh, no!" I, I just, I just heard the shield cell, the shield cell banks, and the running away thing, and just assumed it was Spoonsy. That was all. <laughs> well, we shall report back with all the latest in the political breakdown in, in the Hutton Orbital uh, systems, and uh, hopefully, Alden Prospect will be ours. <laughs> then we can move, and it'll be less of a commute in the morning because I'm sick and tired of this hour and a half drive to get to the office. I don't know about you. Well, I think Wolf three five nine. Well, Wolf three five nine. That's a fairly cozy place, and that Ross one five four, and of course the the um, what's the one nearby us? You know that one with the the planets and the moons it's, it's and the. R. It starts um, with an R. It starts with an R, doesn't it? It starts with an R. R R R. Uh, uh, um, oh, our solar system. That, no, our soul. That's it. Soul, soul, soul. That's our the soul. Yeah, 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 that's the one. That's the that's the one. Well, I think we can call a close to this uh, tonight's news broadcast. We'll be back after this break. Thank you for tuning in and listening to Hot Normal News. Uh, I've been Dick Chafing, and I am the Rudolph Hucker. <laughs> and I've just pressed the wrong button. <laughs> well, honestly, you wouldn't have thought that we didn't have anything written down for tonight, did it? It just didn't stand out at all. <laughs> wing it, wing it. Shush, shush. This is, this is wing it. <clears throat> all right, what we're going to do is we're going to play... Oh, crikey, what shall... Uh, definitely. We're going to play a, a quick song while we go to an advert break, and we'll be back after this amazing tune uh, by the amazing Mr. David Bibi. Bibi. It's a god-awful small affair the girl with the mousy hair But her mummy is yelling no And her daddy has told her to go But her friend is nowhere to be seen 
Now she walks through her sunken dream To the seats with the clearest view And she's hooked to the silver screen But the film is a sad thing for For she's lived it ten times or more She could spit in the eyes of fools As they ask her to focus on Sorry, Dave Bowie. I know you've told me off of that in the past, and going over the tail end of your songs, I apologise. I shall have Dave slap me in Alvin, urinate on my left leg. I believe that's the general uh, considered punishment for such a crime, isn't it? <laughs> well, given that that's uh, that's a good tune there. I mean, that's a. Uh, 
I don't know. Is there life? Oh, there is life on Mars these days, actually. It's the year 3301, and it's been terraformed, and we're living there. So, yes, there is now, Mr. Bowie, life on Mars. There is indeed. And, yeah, we've got quite a few things to get through. Obviously, we will get through the GIMP prize givings as soon as we possibly can. If you can bear in mind that a number of us, as we asked, have sent in emails at each stage with screenshots. So for everybody entering, we have up to, what, 12 different screenshots? So 12 different emails multiplied by the number of commanders equals a lot of processing to put together. So uh, we, 19. 19, <laughs> uh, 19 times the number of commanders entering uh, plus two, and then we've got to consider all the ones that Simuf sent in of pictures of a dog being run over, um, cats showing off their backsides, all these different pictures that we've got to try and filter through and get to the end of before we can, can finally set aside our list of here are people that are earned their patches. And I tell you what, have you seen the patch, Dave? I've seen the patch. Have you seen the patch? I have seen the patch. It's a pretty special patch. It is something you are going to definitely want to stick on to your... When I say stick on, I mean stitch onto your favourite jacket, onto your dressing gown so you can sit there in your Hutton trucker regalia, and it's stunning. Um, Mr Buck has done us proud. Oh, yes. Um, the, the Hutton truckers will officially be able to dress up like Hutton truckers now in public and proclaim... Quite what a bunch of strange people we are. <laughs> I think it's one of those things. Have you tried to explain it to somebody? A, a, you've got different conversations. As gamers, as fans of the Elite Dangerous game, there's a number of conversations that we've all had over the umpteen thousand, uh, you know, what we call it, uh, weeks of playing, over the whole year and a bit of playing, maybe even two years if you're an alpha. Two years you've had these same conversations. 400 billion star systems. Right, so what do you do at those? Well, no, you, you're not going to see them all. You, you know, you, there's no way that physically you can possibly go around this universe. So what's the point? Well, apart from Dubbo, Dubbo's Dubbo's going to see them all. <laughs> well, I don't know if he's got the ability to live that long. But that you know, you have the same conversation. Elite, what's you you you? What do you do in it? Well, whatever you want. Right, so you can drive a car. No, no. Well, not yet. But can you land in platinum? Well, no, no, not yet. So why do you play it? Oh, well, you know, I, I trade back and forth and I make lots of credits. Oh, right. And then, once you've got them comfortable and understanding why you like Elite, then you have to try and explain why you did the hut and run. <laughs> and, and that one is the definite one where you can see their eyes beginning to glaze over and they start to sort of look up telephone numbers that they can call on the internet to have people come and assess you because they're certain that something is definitely broken. So, let me get this right. You two minutes while you, you jump to the system, yeah, then you point at the station, yeah, and then you go and do something else for an hour and a half, uh, yeah... And that's fun, is it? Mm-hmm. It, yeah, it's tons of fun. In fact, you wouldn't believe how much fun it is. And then it's... Well, a bit like with any hobby, the, the, the fun then comes afterwards. And I'm going to cut you off on that one because um, the Hoppet team and I and a certain Imperial commander of very good standing managed not only to do all of that, but then go to a bar and then talk about it for three and a half hours in public, loudly, 
<laughs> we have uh, Joe O'Connor, Commander O'Connor, who is uh, pointing out that some of the entrants, to, some of the gimps out there, some of those gimps, actually submitted video entries. Now, I don't know about you, but we will need to check with Mike Snoz and make sure that when he's received... <laughs> received an email with the subject matter gimp-video that he hasn't just filtered it into his trash, that he has actually considered that it might actually be a valid <laughs> entry. But we'll need to check in with Alvin. Uh, I think possibly that's why Mike's been quiet the last couple of days. He's obviously opened one of these and it wasn't an entry. Um, but we'll check, that, check into that there, Mr. Commander O'Connor. We salute you. Well, no, Command, Commander Jockey. Com- uh, yes, jo- Joe's uh, commander name is Commander Jockey. Ah, Commander Jockey, sorry. Come on, I see there, you've got that in the list. Now. We're trying to interact live. We've got Mindwipe, who was um, confessing that uh, as a source of information regarding the war, he was merely passing on uh, third-party information. He knew the war had finished to date, uh, but he wasn't certain that we have won. But I know we had 62% of the influence in the system, so to me, that's a win. Yeah, uh, you may have got that message from him, but I got one saying, I walk like a panther. I I don't know whether he intended that for me or not. That sounds like he's possibly putting in a request for a song. (laughs) We'll come to that later. So, yes, we will get through the the massive list of emails and get a spreadsheet up. We've still got a number of outstanding mug winners to get their addresses in. Um, I got an email today from someone saying they're waiting for an email from me. If you have not received an email from uh, us, I think it's either from the Hutton Orbital email address or from PsychoCow, then there's a very strong likelihood that it's being spam filtered because I've now sent out three to all the outstanding uh, mug winners from the original convoy. And we have now, I think I've got my second batch of mugs have now arrived. I've yet to inspect them to make sure they're up to code. Uh, If you saw people who are at Fantasticon going away with Hutton mugs, these were the remains of the last lot of mugs that were what I consider to be non-pristine and people were welcome to take them otherwise they may have gone in a skip now if you are a winner of one of the Hutton mugs you will get a pristine mug passed through Psycho Cow quality control guaranteed to be pristine if it arrives broken let us know we'll get a replacement but it is oh and um, we have a Commander Jackson listening in New Zealand wow still celebrating the rugby win I'd imagine Crikey, yeah, it's amazing he's able to operate a computer. Um, oh, no, that's New Zealand, it's not Scotland, is it? We're the no, if you lot are celebrating, you, yeah, you just sort of facepalm the keyboard a few times. And <laughs> oh, it loaded, yay! Um, yeah, right, not, not like yeah, so you, you were saying, we, uh, mugs and many mugs, um, we've been getting messages and pictures and tweets. I mean, if, you, if your mug turns up, um, don't forget, you can always tweet the hashtag for the mug with your picture of you, with your mug. We've had pictures from all over the place um, with the One Direction ones that went in the raffle over at Lavecon. We actually had a picture of a mug in a nuclear power station uh, in a swimming pool at who the top of the Eiffel Tower. He? Who is Mug yeah, Mug? Mug Mug. I don't know who the Mug Mug Mug, mug, mug is, but um, yeah, it's um, you know, don't don't forget to, to share the mug love and when your mug turns up. It doesn't matter if you're in Alaska. We've had one in Alaska. We've had New York. We've had all over Europe and of course in the UK. Don't forget to tweet us. 
Yes, exactly. We want to see your mugs as they arrive. We want to see uh, see where you can put... We had uh, Danny, uh, Commander Remclep, who had it in the cockpit of his uh, plane with his Dockers mugs in the past, and I'm sure we'll get something similar. Although I don't know if he's won a Hutton mug, actually, to be honest. They are quite exclusive. They are quite exclusive, but we want to try and get as many of these into your hands as possible. And once we've cleared the prizes, we will then have a look at... Um, other ways that we can let people get a hold of mugs. Uh, we are planning to try and do something. We've been in touch with Frontier, we've had the chats, we've had the sort of things, but really we want to clear our feet from our competition prizes so that we can focus on it and not give a half-arsed, uh, half-hearted affair because it's going to require uh, processes. I think that's well, we don't, we don't want to let anybody down. We want to get you know, 200 people suddenly say want a mug and realise we've only got 10 left and we don't want people to chuck money at us and then let them down And but we do want to keep the mugs special for those people that have done something special in the game um, these these lovely shiny ones are really for people who've uh, contributed to the, the PWP ambitions and joined in we wish we could reward everybody um, but we're going to work towards that and that's where uh, Buck Naked at Lake on Spaceways has been helping us these patches, I mean his generosity is absolutely extreme i mean we're not just one or two patches here he's given us box loads of the things so uh, we certainly have something to give away and we're hoping for more mugs as well he is a special old man is buck isn't he he's a special special commander buck <laughs> yes now um we this evening we got a few bits and bobs to chat through I and mean, i was going to do a little sort of whizzy update about the stuff that's happening um rather than these great big monolithic uh, convoys that we were doing the last couple of weeks have been sort of bit of this a bit of that you choose what you want to do you go do it there's all sorts of crazy stuff going on and we were going to do a quick run through of what's going on at the moment um we've also got a couple of unusual for us a request show um a couple of tunes that we've been requested this evening and we also wanted to have a chat about some of the other stuff you can do you know player with player gameplay that may not be involving flying around in your spaceship but the other things you can do to keep you busy while you're flying to hutton as well yeah, and then we've got uh, some changes happening to the actual Hutton Orbital radio station that we have. Our, our back office tech with his screwdriver hiding in the channel tonight. I see that uh, we also have uh, <laughs> Randy Berger has snuck into the studio again. Good evening, Randy. Good evening. And happy birthday. Oh, thank you very much. Yeah, he did turn 60 last week. I mean, earlier in the week. Or was it, yes. no, uh, 50, no, 40. Oh, I can't remember. I was 38. Oh, 50 then. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you can see through your codes. And we're also joined, of course, in the cockpit by our backroom radio tech, Mr. Simoof as well. Hello, Simoof. Oh, good evening, good evening. It does this get a bit confusing. Cause you, yeah, you're both called Simon, so we'll just yes. stick to Simon and Simoof or Randy. Yep. Okay. Yeah, well, one of you flies the wrong way to Hutton and the other one's just wrong. <laughs> Oi, we're, we're both wrong. <laughs> <laughs> what I would like to say is I always thought Buck Naked was just a commander. I didn't know it was the dress code for in here. <laughs> Shush. Yeah, you, don't want the, you don't want the listeners to go blind, okay? <laughs> We have a new webcam service. No, we don't. <laughs> <laughs> See inside the... No, that, that one's pointing at the monkey. Yeah, the monkey's got the webcam at the moment. He's, he's doing so, tricks with it. If you want to see my monkey, you can buy... F no, you can't. 
Right, okay. Um, should, should we... Should we... Oh, a serious voice for a second. Should, should we... Um, oh, do, do we need to t- talk to our sponsors for a minute, or have we got a minute to uh, chat we about what's been going on in the game? a whole 14 of those minutes, so we could go on with the first part on your agenda. I don't know... Yeah, because we, we can maybe play the requested song just before we go to an advert break. Well, we... We had a message from Alvin, and the message from Alvin was that he wanted a tune playing. Uh, he barked it in Morse code. We sent it to the Canon Interstellar Research guys. They translated it. It came back, and he said he wanted to play a tune. Um, so I think you've got that one queued up, haven't you? I do indeed, yes. You sure. and so, yeah, from, from Alvin uh, to Mike, I think. Ah, that makes sense. was a little tune there as a request by Alvin, our glorious reader of the truckers sent out to dear Mike Snoswell out there, just for you just for you right, so 
given that we're back now, I mean, obviously, I know Simuth wants to talk to us about the changes to the radio station. We're going to keep you guys on tenterhooks for a minute because we're going to have a super speedy rundown of what's going on out there in the Milky Way. So, um, I'm going to rattle through it. Nebula CG, we turned up with metals. They're building a station. It's going to happen. I think they're now asking for mined palladium, and then nobody turned up, and nobody brought any mined palladium, and then a couple of anacondas turned up, and I think they're, they've made the first or second tier on that one. So if you love mining, um, go back to Couch Poos and do a bit more. Um, there's also a batter the pirates because they're a pain in the backside going on at Couch Poos, and then there's the next stage coming, which I think is building the engines of this a cellar starport so it can do a do a jack or do a jacks and um fly out there towards the nebula so it's it's ongoing and this thing's going to be ongoing for the next few weeks right up until towards christmas and it's probably going to crash straight into our lovely horizons and 1.5 beta and beyond so this is a long a long burning one that could take your time so if you love the mining yeah, it's a pardon. That's Buck's big asp you're talking about. No, big asp. Um, big asp. Oh, sorry, big I big asp. We are we are putting this one out there for those truckers, and we are appreciating all the efforts. And in fact, in this very Teamspeak channel at the moment, there is an extremely quiet twelve commanders sitting there. Some of which are mining as we speak. Some of which are outfitting for mining to get their backsides out there to make sure. I'm mining. There you go, you go to Randy there, he's out there mining. Everybody is pulling their weight and getting involved in this community goal and we can only thank you all because it's going to be a spectacular thing to have a station in a nebula and how awesome. Not just that, it's a good platform for explorers who don't have to come all the way back in order to get uh, their data sold. They're going to have a station just on the fringes, just on the frontiers. In fact, what would be a good word for that then, Simon? On the rim? Yeah, right on the rim. <laughs> um, actually, I've noticed, um, just glancing through the messages from Frontier, that they're asking for names for this new station. So a message went up a couple of hours ago from, uh, I think it was a representative of Don Antonacci. Um, uh, I don't know why he's involved, but he he wants to know what we'd like as the name for it. There are some popular ones up there at the moment. Um, there are many Obsidian Horizons votes and all sorts, but um, they are actually asking on the official forums for people to submit suggestions for names for this new Nebula station as well. So if you haven't picked a name yet, you haven't gone to the forums to have a look, go and do that bit. I think my suggestion of Gloria Hall is going to get rejected. <laughs> yeah. Well, given the Cox, Cox Ring got rejected, yes. But there is Cox Rings. No, it got... It got didn't that one get nerfed? Or whatever yes, it he is. got, he got oh. taken out of the game what after the beta. Cox Ring, yeah. Uh, C-O-X Ring. Uh, it was a lovely station. Lovely. N- named, named after um, things can only get better himself, Dr. Brian Cox. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, right, okay. So I'm going to rattle through these and then we can get on to what Simon wants to talk about. So there's all of that going on. Um, there's the GIMP challenge for the explorers who love travelling to Sajay and doing crazy stuff. And when is that keep finished, us uh, 1st of January, so you've got all the way to the 1st of January. If you do that run and you get back again, like Alien did, unlike the crazy people, um, you will actually earn an absolute ton of credits and well, reputation, is it? Rank. I think, yes, you can rank a lot um, off that one in terms of your exploration rank. So it is well worth it if you always fancy doing some exploration. The screenshot we were sent earlier today of one mug being dropped into that black hole is probably the best screenshot I've seen in this game. And I, we put it up on the official forums, but also on the Facebook page. It's a stunning shot. 
Have you seen that one yet, guys? I haven't. I'm sure for that right this very right. second. It's, it's the one at the very top of oh, our group on Facebook. Holy tamole. Is it from Jim Weiss? Yes. Yes, yeah, it's, it's Jim's gym shot, yeah. Yeah. That is a stunning... You can see the canister, you can see their ship and the pad, their cargo uh, scoop is open, and that canister is destined for... Well, yeah, dark space somewhere. Sp- well, the, the, that 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 black hole back there is, I think, one of the best shots I've seen. That looks like something out of Interstellar. Uh, if any of you guys have seen the film, that's probably the closest picture I've seen from in-game to something out of Interstellar. Underrepresented group here, and I, I just want to say that the, I mean it's a beautiful picture, but it is such a waste. There's plenty of room for the, you know, some children in that airlock as well. That we could have dropped off. <laughs> is this no, your we're, we're, the we're trying to help children. the children. <laughs> I, I think that oh, boat's going to end up in a cupboard somewhere in Arkansas. <laughs> is, is that Arkansas spelled A C H E N A R, yeah? <laughs> mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, okay. So anyway, um, there are people going out there, and there are some guys and girls as well um, sending us pictures back that remind us that, it, you know, it's sometimes out there exploring on your own, there are sites out there that the guys at Frontier have designed that are just beautiful. So um, for some people, it's just for the fun of exploring. For some people, they just want one of the patches. So that's going on. Um, then we've got the Civil War. We spoke about the Civil War turn up at uh, our area. There's a set of instructions been written for us by the, uh, was it Mercenaries of Mikoon, which have been circulating on once again on the Facebook page, on the forums, about how to take over a system and how to expand a system. It's well worth a read, because if you just turn up and trade, you can actually uh, knack a hut and orbital and break it completely. So um, have a read of that if you're coming to join us. Um, if you've got any questions at all, then Commanders uh, Evenstar and Spike are the Hoppit political team. They will answer any questions you have. Uh, plague them. They know all about it and they're experts. Factionteam uh, at factionteam@huttonorbital.com. That's factionteam at if you want to send them an email. And yeah, the background simulation is far more complex than you'd think and merely maintaining a controlling uh, influence in one system is not how not enough to expand so there are ways and there's techniques that are well hypothesized that will help us direct the hut and truckers and expand into systems that we want them to expand into but it is a little bit more coordinated than you would think so if you're wanting to help out just yeah keep an eye on the, the forum get onto our facebook page and just you know coordinate with your fellow commanders contact the faction team at huttonorbital.com and they will give you the advice that you need and if if you're on the night shift and they're fast asleep in their beddy buys um if you go to the hutton orbital radio truckers facebook page um it is actually linked up on there just a quick search on there for um the instructions and it's it's all there everything you need to know it's a pin post at the moment yep so we we need to maintain uh our control of that system obviously the once we get a little bit further along we are going to have people coming in to try and undermine and help us lose hutton orbital so we've got to be prepared to defend our territory without pew pew and there are other ways of doing it and of course our strength is trucking and we can truck and we can truck anybody out of our system 
no matter what they try. It's about taking well, those missions. Yeah, well, one of the advantages, sorry to cut across you there, is that, of course, Aldin doesn't have a market. So anybody just doing casual trading, anybody wanting to undermine us actually has to make the trip all the way to Hutt. <laughs> Which means we're safe, aren't we? We're, we're, we're pretty pretty cool on that one. Uh, I think they should. I think you know all sort of main central points should remain protected to a certain degree for player factions. I think, but you know, we know maybe it's only right that some of us should disappear. Anyway, um, all right. Going on from there, what else happened in the last week? Well, a certain Mister Edward Lewis uh, decided he was going to go into training with the Fuel Rats last week, and I don't know whether anybody watched the videos, but and um, the audio side of things. But he actually became a Fuel Rat for an evening and learnt how to save people. I mean, the, the Fuel Rats as truckers are one of our favourite groups of people because the number of our lot that have been rescued by them under fire, in trouble, in the middle of nowhere, um, there are countless numbers of our commanders have been rescued um, so they're our favourite sort of bunch of people well, one of our favourites, Dark yeah. Echo are pretty good too but they are our saviours in many ways and um, so for Ed Lewis to join them and get a bit of training was was good fun it was a spectacular show, actually. It was really good with him out there and them staging uh, various different situations for him to really get a flavour for what it's like being a fuel rat. And yeah, fuel rat, they are the knights in the universe, that is for sure. I mean, they they have rescued people at Sajay and in the far arm of the Milky Way. Um, there is no mission too hard for these guys. And they joined us, for those that weren't in the convoy, they joined us during our big convoy to Maple and managed to refuel all of our ships under fire by the pirates at a nav beacon. Um, and most of, two thirds of them, I think, survived right through to the end of the convoy as well. So they did a cracking job under fire. Right, um, so yeah, Ed did that, and then Ed is joining some other groups over the next few weeks, so I think he's being, a, he's being an explorer, he's being a top-secret spy, and um, we will be hopefully getting a job interview with Mr. Lewis to see whether he wants to come and join us as a trucker for an evening. Um, we've had the initial chat, and he said, well, I've got about an hour, at which point the conversation ended, and we said, no, nah, um, you can't be a trucker in an hour. You can't even get to Hutton in an hour you filthy <laughs> diet trucker you you filthy trucker you diet light trucker you trucker light you you non-hutton trucker <laughs> so he said well so what's involved in being a hutton trucker and we, we said well you know you've got to go and get to hutton well that's an hour and a half and and then you've got to get your type nine loaded up but you can't park it at hutton so you've then got to ask some friends to come and help you and it takes at least an hour and a half to fill up your type nine using a pair of type sixes um and once you've done that you then got to find a safe place to go from because you don't want everybody to go from hutton because it's too far and then you need to find some friends so that you don't do the jump on your own and get eaten by pirates and sharks and you know, space monsters. Um, so you need sort of 14, 15, 20, 250, whatever it is, friends with you to keep you vaguely safe. And then you might run out of fuel. So you've got to organize a fuel rats and then you're going to get shot. So you need some fighter escorts from Dark Echo and Telger and the guys and Mindwipe and Skippy. Um, and, and then you've actually got to do the jumping yourself. And by the way, when you're doing the jumping, you've got to have a two minute timer, which to keep everybody in, you know, in time with your jumps, and at the end of it, you're going to need to lie down. Um, he, he he said, okay, so December then. <laughs> well, December he'll be finished by. <laughs> <laughs> December he will have girded his loins. 
<laughs> right. I think that kind of goes to show with, with Ed kind of knowing about Elite and you're getting the same kind of response and look that you get from other people thinking what? <laughs> an hour and a half and you're not even started so as, I mean this is all subject to confirmation Yeah. Um, what's going to happen is uh, here at Hutton Orbital Radio we're going to sit back in our booth, uh, we're going to play tunes and we're going to have a chatter like this and we're going to put Mr Lewis in charge of a convoy and we have a exceptional little convoy it'll be an hour long journey but what we're saying to all the truckers out there is guys um he's gonna need a hand and you've all done this before and he hasn't because they're bound to be pirates because he happens to sit on a desk a little bit near don antonacci who we know is going to look over his shoulder and he may well sneaky tell pirates about what's going on so it's going to be just like the maple convoy a little bit shorter uh, but instead of me, um, that's probably a good thing, and instead of Psycho Cow, which is a double good thing, it's going to be Mr. Lewis in charge of a convoy. So we're looking at first week in December. We're going to have to adjust all the mic stands down a couple of inches. Uh, and get lots of hair gel. <laughs> yeah, and turn down the light to 40 watts. <laughs> anyway, so that's coming up. And then also, over the... Uh, holiday period, Christmas period, whichever um, deity and uh, beliefs you have, whatever else, the bit where nobody works between um, around the end of December and the start of January. Um, we were asked to see whether there was anything special we wanted to do, so we had a meeting with uh, Mr. Nico Wires to Commander Eleanor and um, came up with a wonderful uh, week-long mission for that week between eating too much and then drinking too much at New Year, and uh, watch this space. We've got something quite special and quite fun for you for that one. So it's, it's pretty a, a pretty steady with the community goals dropping on a weekly basis. It's a pretty steady run up to the New Year, and uh, then we're going to have to really try to dig deep to figure out what's next for the Hutton Truckers in the New Year. But yeah, up until Christmas, we've got you covered, and you know there is that kind of Boxing Day lull when nobody's actually doing anything and you're kind of bored, you don't want to go out, everywhere's shut, uh, fire up. Are you feeling a bit fat? Yeah, yeah, come and join us. Something to... Does your family not... Does your family not tend to spend Boxing Day in the toilets after you're cooking? Shh. <laughs> Is that the Sprouts talking, yeah? <laughs> sprouts? No, it's just the fact that, yeah, buy cheap turkey. Um... <laughs> so, so in terms of the stuff going on, there's all the ongoing CGs. There's a GIMP run if you want to do it. There's looking after Ed and caring for Ed. And then there's the Christmas thing. And, of course, at some point between now and then, um, 1.5 is going to drop and Horizons is going to drop. And then there's going to be crazy driving around on the surface. <laughs> and then there's the Hutton Grand Prix and, the, you know. It's just going to be awesome. There's just too much awesome. <laughs> You and hopefully your pants. And hopefully at some point, series one, uh, series two, episode one of Dockers will come out. <laughs> well, that brings me very smoothly onto the next thing because, of course, one of the prizes you put up for us for our very best gimp, didn't you? Yes, if you completed the bonus goal and you did all the other things and you were in the. Uh, List, I said I would invite you into the Christmas episode of Dockers. Right. Well, as soon as we have that answer, we're going to be passing somebody. I, I have a sneaky suspicion I know who it is, and I'm hoping he 
um, is ready for this one. But yes, um, we, we do have somebody who will have won that already. We just haven't worked out who it is. So yeah, you have somebody who has done that. And I'm pretty sure our first man standing who pulled the 24 hour shift on the jumping did actually uh, put something in Winard's hole as well. <laughs> uh, I think I felt that. <laughs> Didn't touch your sides, you liar. Now, <laughs> something else that's going on on a regular basis, we have, obviously, we've got the news broadcast on a Monday night, but we also have some Hutton Orbital Truckers training going on on Thursday nights. Uh, so if you check out the Facebook group, we do have events on there. They should be appearing on the Hutton Orbital website, but so we've got a bit of an overhaul coming for that soon um, to try and get some of these things working a little bit more efficiently for us. But um, we had some pilot training last week with the who was in charge with Skip Rat. They were tell, tell you and Skip Rat, yeah. Yes, and we're hopefully, I'm not sure if they're doing it again this week. Is there another one on Thursday? Uh, yeah, okay, so for anybody listening, on, yeah, last Thursday they turned up and worked out that um, most of the truckers can't shoot straight. And the guys from Dark Echo Cam. So there was much um, shooting each other in sidewinders and realising that without gimbaled weapons, the truckers were fairly poor and needed some training. Um, that was a good start point. So this Thursday, they're going to start playing Splat the Rat, or it's not the Rat, it's Splat, Splat the Dark Echo. Splat so it sounds like <laughs> Splat the Skip Rat. So where I, I understand from the guys what they're doing this week is practising in wings, interdicting in wings, and managing to catch pirates all at the same time, because um, I don't know if anybody remembers during the uh, original Hutton Convoy, um, there were pirates around the station trying to interdict people. They were sitting in supercruise, and a few of us went hunting, and I lost four pythons in a row, because I was jumping out going, Banzai! And, and trying to kill pirates, and then realising the guys were 200 light seconds behind me, and took 20 seconds to drop out, and in that 20 seconds, uh, four pirates murdered me to death. So the training this Thursday, I understand, is um, uh, Wings of Four trying to hunt Dark Echo, interdict them, and actually get out there at the same time and uh, practicing jumping in and out in Wings at the same time to locations. Awesome. So that's that's on, this Thursday, so yeah, if you want to be part of that, you just need to make sure you've got your TeamSpeak 3 downloaded and ready and configured and come and join us at laveradio.teamspeak3.com and they will be Skip Rat and Telja to organise you in there and if you want to message them, if you join our Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash Hutton Orbital Radio Truckers, that's a hell of a big title. Can we not just change and it? Don't yeah, well, don't forget to get both Telja, as T-E-L-D-J-A, uh, he's a crazy French dude, and um, Skippy, who's Skip Rat, um, into your friends list so that the matchmaking works as well. Um, they were doing it in a private group, the Hutton Truckers private group, um, just to make sure they got the matchmaking right on that one. So if you haven't yet joined the Hutton Truckers group, make sure you do. Yeah, so that's coming up on Thursday, but I think it's a, a good point now to... We've just got another request in, and this is from Mike Snoswell, and this is a request to be played out to Alvin, and to all of the wonderful commanders that sent him a message during this tough week for him. Uh, he wanted us to play this song out for all of you, and I'm going to play a couple of minutes of it, and then I'm going to try and bring the advert break in. So if it cuts off and goes to real-world adverts, just as you're getting into the song, I'm terribly sorry. But this one is from Mike Snoswell to all of you amazing truckers out there.
And that, yes, was a wonderful request by Snoz, sent out to all those wonderful truckers that sent him in words of encouragement and checking and checking up on him. And I believe that even the amazing and caring and fantastical person called Edward Lewis got in touch with Mike just to check up on him and make sure he was tip-top. Uh, uh, and then, yeah, and then went down with plague. Yeah, then he yeah, caught Lurgy. <laughs> yeah, so uh, Mr. Lewis has now got the lurgy. He went to help the fuel rats, and he's got the Black Death now, and uh, Bubos and uh, Ringer Ringer Roses. Oh, that's a myth, isn't it? Well, um, I, can, yeah. I can understand why. I mean, those fuel rats spend the entirety of their lives in their cockpits just waiting for phone calls. It's, you know, they, they never go to the loo, so I can imagine that, you know, they're not the cleanest of... Uh, did I just insult the fuel rats? They're not no, the it's, cleanest they're a bit of commanders. Itchy. Hanging around that much fuel for that long, yeah. Oh, we've just oh, to breaking news. We've had a commander Bapster, B A P S T A, who has just arrived at Sagittarius A, and sent us a picture that looks like he's looking through the bottom of a drinks glass at the Milky Way. <laughs> Fantastic. Well, what we're going to talk about now is we're going to talk about changes to the Hutton Orbital Radio Station. Now, if you're listening at the current minute, then you know all about it. If you're not, if you're listening to this on the podcast or you've downloaded this particular show from our website, then you need to pay attention to going to huttonorbital.com and then clicking on the Listen tab and you'll be able to listen to our 24-hour radio stream um, as hosted on Radionomy. Now, one of the commanders absolutely critical in the setup of the station and has recently been reacting to some feedback and requests from commanders out there that do listen to the station regularly uh, is Saimuf. And uh, Saimuf, I'll ask you the first question. How did you find setting up the radio station originally? Oh, I mean, the, the software is brilliant. It's such a joy. I mean, just any time I have to go into that, that radio station to do anything, I'm just... It's like flowers and whistles. It's like a Disney scene. It's... Stupid website. It's a stupid website. And It never does. I should I should really put out a casual and potential slightly racist uh, comment show tonight uh, from Simon as he curses the nationality behind the software after putting in countless uh, requests for things to be done, only to be told, no, it's not a priority. And then the air goes blue and he curses a nation of people. Uh, I think that's a standard <laughs> course of action. But, you know, it's a complicated setup, um, a lot more complicated than we thought. Uh, obviously, I had to go first, and then Simon fixed it. So it now works great. But uh, I don't know if you want to talk about the, the feedback that you got from some of the commanders. Yeah, uh, some of them were saying that, uh, you know, that they're on online at the same time every day, and sometimes they want to hear a different show, but they have to wait two hours till it comes up to the next show. So we, uh, by shows, what I mean is there's actually seven of us now. We've just had a new person join the team. Um, which is um, quite exciting because it's Kate Moss and Edward Woodward, I think. What? Yeah, it's Kate. Yes. Something Ben at the front. It does have Ben in front of it, but I don't know what that's got to do with it. Hold on, you you don't mean the live radio presenter Ben Moss Woodward, do you? No, Ben stands for Bolton Evening News, I'm pretty sure that's... Kate Moss and Edward Woodward? No, No, it's it's not, is it? You've got that wrong. It's just oh, Ben. No. It's just Ben from Leeds. Oh. Him, the one with the kilt that like like fell over at uh, the Elite launch. <laughs> 
<laughs> the one that can't sit in a chair. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's the fella. He's neither uh, Kate Moss nor is he Edward Woodward. I sent him chocolates. Wow. Okay. Well, anyway, he's on board now. So we have um, just just actually go over there in case you don't know, because you'll you'll definitely know yourself, uh, Mister Psycho Cow, and obviously um, the the Van de Ton or Vinge Tetton. Um, he has a, um, a a show. There's also the lovely um, uh, Winnard, who likes to play old music. For old people work. now that he's old. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. Some of this music, it, it, it's not even available to listen to. You have to get the, the musical score, get someone to play it on piano for you. Really <laughs> there's there's al- also the Snoz. Um, he has his selection of tunes. And on a Saturday night, we have The Alien. That's um, right. Who has, again... So each of us hey, has... It, a, has an eccentric selection. I, I would say, I mean, all of us have got some songs that are the same, but um, you, you can tell a complete different um, collection of songs that will, will come up and play during each show. So we've shortened each of them and staggered them each day, so every day you tune in you will hear a different show at that time. It repeats every week, so if you have got a favourite and you like to play on a, a Tuesday, you can hear the same show then, but it's only going to last an hour. Up until 8 o'clock where there's a couple of hours to allow um, a slightly longer playlist or, um, as I'll go into in a, in a couple of minutes, um, live shows. So it's a lot faster, you'll get a lot more variation of songs and uh, there's still the usual nonsense uh, breaking in and breaking out all the time. I was going to read out the show titles, but I've gone to the... Well, so this won't make any sense to anyone. <laughs> no, no, read them out, read them out. I've just gone Please. To, to the show management page, and uh, we've got Moof's Musings, which is good, Snoz's Snot, yeah. Aliens Audio Anomalies, uh, we have Psycho Cow's Pants, that's my show, woohoo, the best one, um, Dave's Dodgy Discs, Winnard's Orbital Oldies, and then we have Tracking Time and Battle Time, which is music that we collected groups of songs that suited that kind of gameplay for our Hutton Truckers. Uh, if you were doing Convoys, we had a lot of Trucking Time then, and also Battle Time for when we were doing the CQC. And then one of my favourite shows, which is uh, the magical movie music and terrific TV themes, where tunes from yesteryear and those programmes that we grew up watching blast out and there's something oh, I know we've had feedback from people that say there's nothing more amazing than jumping into hyperspace to the Battlestar Galactica theme or trying to dock to various other ones and uh, yeah that's awesome now the one show that I've not mentioned the show title of is Ben's show um, because I'm not really sure that I can say that out on air at this time but hopefully <laughs> hopefully if I go to the website we've got a proper name it's Gaelic I think I think it's Gaelic I'm not sure. There doesn't seem to be any sort of CVs or CMs in there. It definitely just seems to be a couple of L's and then some CKS's. Um, but yeah, that's Ben's show, which will be... It's live now. Uh, I know that we have a number of other DJs in the works that are just working on creating their shows, so we may have some more um, planned songs uh, lists soon, as soon as these people get in and get on with it. Uh, then, if you're interested in getting involved, we also have people that have produced content for the radio station. We've got advert makers, we've got 
podcast makers, we've got featurettes, and we've got the amazing, the spectacular, talented singers uh, that are putting in their parodies for us on a regular basis as well. And this is amazing, because let's put it this way, if you write a good parody and record it well and send it in to us, it will stop me from writing one. And if you don't need any more incentive than that, I don't think. I think that's probably enough incentive to keep the world right. Well, to, to give the guys some sort of credit and give them a shout-out on air, we, we've got the uh, astonishingly good uh, Mrs. C, who you seem to have been Facebooking and tweeting about an awful lot recently. Um, and... <laughs> Somebody may have left it on automatic tweet every time that tune plays. And um, we also have the ladies at Champagne at the Blitz who done some a cappella um, recordings for us, including one for the First Great Expedition. Uh, we have, as ever, the inimitable Mindwipe and uh, many, many other adverts besides. So we've got some parodies, we've got some adverts, we've got... Um, the Fuel Rats have got an advert, the guys at Canon Interstellar Research have got an advert, and we've got commissions from a few more as well who'd love us to do a, a radio advert for their group. And, of course, Steph's, um, what are they, short intros? What, what, what's Steph's, uh, you know the ones, the oh, banging on your eardrums like a, yeah, a horny Rottweiler. J- jingles, jingles, that's yeah. the word, yeah. Um, and, and Steph's jingles, and Alien's done a couple of jingles, and oh, all sorts of mega gin adverts as well. Yes. Uh, who did amazing. the gin adverts? Who's the alcoholic? Um, Which one? Oh, and the Dirty Truckers. Yes. Yes, yes, we're getting to the bottom of who's the alcoholic. <laughs> well, it's the guy with the, the empty bottle of wine on his desk at the moment, yes. so yeah if you want to get involved then please do send your emails in you can send them in to factionteam at hotnorbital.com we're spreading the email love tonight we're not going to pile all on poor Mike because we want to keep that mailbox a little bit quieter for the next couple of weeks while we work our way through all these entries but what else have you got planned? So we've got the new schedule, which allows people to listen to more shows uh, and change them each night, which is great. But then you're going to get a complaint saying, oh, I only play Elite every Tuesday, and um, now I can only hear the same two shows. What are you going to say to people that say that? <laughs> you're trying to make me swear. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do fine well, fuck off. Yeah. Oh, thank you, thank you, assistant. Um, You're welcome. Well, you, you, you can you, you you can't please anyone, so just do it for yourself. That's that's why I say. Yeah. No, You'll go blind. You'll definitely go blind doing that. Yeah, there's going to be a lot more live content coming up as well. Yes. Um, now, tell, tell us about it, because I mean, I don't think we've done anything live yet, have we? This no, is no, pre-recorded, yes, pre-recorded nonsense from Hutton Orbital Radio. Yeah. This is, this is actually a robot. <laughs> this is just text-to-speech and, and yeah. a hundred monkeys in, in a wee room. <laughs> those, guys a HCS, <laughs> those guys at HCS are clever buggers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Cows off poaching an egg or something. Yeah, we, we, we are obviously, you know, we are still broadcasting live on the, the, the various on the Monday night, but... Oh, oh, sorry. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, watershed. Mon- 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 Monday. Oh, no, we're Over past the watershed. The watershed. Yeah, yes! <laughs> Get it up, yees. Um, Baby balls. <laughs> I don't know if it's correct in a television... You know, I've never seen it on the BBC where, like, this... <laughs> the, the nine o'clock news. 
Yes, past the watershed, you bunch of bastards. Um, yeah. Here's the beeping news. Uh, <laughs> But we want to expand on our live content, and uh, I know that I've been chatting to Simon about how <laughs> how much of a pain in the arse this particular uh, radio station is with regards to the live advertising uh, issues. But there are definitely ways we can tackle that. But you know, tell us about your planned live shows, Simon. Right, well, OK, if, if you go to the schedule, I've sent you a link there, Grant, you'll see Ben's actual real name for his show. Um, and it is, I think it is Gaelic, it's some weird language. It's what he told me he wanted it called. Anyway. Um, okay, let's see. It is, it is, it is. Uh, I'd... <laughs> I can't see that one out either. That's not rude, is it? I don't want, I don't want, I don't want. <laughs> okay. Is that going to be on the website? <laughs> Possibly. Oh Mike, yes, boy. please, please don't just copy and paste his code up, Mike. Just check it first. That's <laughs> why he told me he wanted it called. I don't know what language it is. All right, you asked him what he wanted to call his show, and he told you that he doesn't care. That's what happened, isn't it? <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> but in the words. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I might change that then. Yeah. I don't know, I think we might need to leave that to go up so that people can enjoy that uh, so we may have to keep that one up for a week but after next week you won't have a clue <laughs> yeah, well, what we're talking about unless it, go- unless it goes up like the Hindenburg and then that's not good <laughs> No, I think it's yeah. okay no, it's but safe to go, to, to go there, obviously we know that uh, it's not Kate Moss anymore, which I'm, I'm gutted about, that it's just that Ben guy so he's got um They've got a late broadcast on a Tuesday night. Yes. So we might be able to tie in with that to have something live, and Ben might uh, overextend into um, uh, some live broadcasting that. On the Fridays, we've got the regular Drabble show at uh, 7 pm, which most people should know about anyway. It's uh, infamous. Uh, and then on Mondays you've got the the news coming out normally and, and Thursdays as well. Uh, but uh, to kind of enhance that, I've I'm looking at uh, doing a show which is going to kind of promote underrated talent out there, your musicians that uh, many people might not know about. Um, I've had a few people sending me uh, links to, to to artists they know. The community sometimes raises things, and just pushing awareness of of people out there, uh, and hopefully um, finding you a new favourite band, someone that you don't know just now. So I'll be playing videos for maybe half an hour on a Monday night before the news, um, and just highlighting some of the talent that's out there that's not getting mainstream attention. Well, you're saying videos? Um, are you are you going to be twitching these? I'll be twitching as well. I'm going to coincide with a twitch. Fantastic. The uh, links will be on the website and everything. But the reason for the video and the Twitch is I do plan on enhancing the show. And uh, in the next couple of weeks, we should have our very first live aired gig with a young band that I am from Glasgow. We're going to set up and try and do a live gig, especially for the Hutton Orbital Truckers. Squee! Is yeah. it the Proclaimers? Um, no, I would they're... track 500 miles. I would point to a point two two light years. Wait, when you when you use green screen on the Proclaimers, all you get is a ginger wig. 
It's horrific. No, it, 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 I mean, it, it sounds funny. I mean, it will be fantastic. I'll be listening in. But um, for background for the guys listening, this game and this silly radio station and Hut Nobital are all about who you're doing it with. So having a live band who are joining in with the community who are doing these stupid things out to Sajay or to Hutton um, somehow fits perfectly. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's uh, these are uh, young young people that that I've had that conversation with. Like, so what is this game? <laughs> yeah, okay. Have they listened uh, to any of the podcasts? They have. They have. Uh, they so they get they get the crack. They do. They understand. So they're going to do some original stuff. They're going to do a couple of covers, and I'm going to get a couple of cheeky uh, we requests to them as well. But they're just oh, they're going to they do us any specials as well. I mean, these guys up for uh, joining in with some special content, just uh, you know, elite related, or is it is it just just their own music uh, covers, their own stuff? What what do we got? We're, we're going to have some original stuff because they are a young upcoming band, and that's what my Monday night uh, show is going to be about. There will be a couple of covers, and uh, I have told them there's a couple of songs I would quite like them to do. Um, but it's only going to be short, it's going to be a trial If it works and it's successful Then we will uh, obviously expand Because there's some talent out there in that community yeah, And for those that aren't online When we're online Obviously we know we're UK based And there are guys and girls out there um, Australia, deepest, darkest Outer Mongolia um, <laughs> Occasionally in New Zealand, yeah, New Zealand. And, and Texas Um just about everything we do is also on the live broadcast is also podcast so you're going to be podcasting as well afterwards for those that can't listen live yeah but by using twitch it will give us um a link and we will be um uh, obviously the the twitch will be there then youtube might get funny with the music copyright things and everything there will be a chance to pick it up later like i say it's all going to be fairly new to me so it's going to be a big test but that is the plan well, that's not problem. Sounds fun. Do. We did it with the the Hutton Orbital convoys as well. Is rather than putting it onto the likes of YouTube, where you're going to get muted and cause problems with copyright and monetization, and also with the problems with putting it onto iTunes for much the same reason, where you're breaching terms of conditions of use. What we can do is put a recording that you can then play directly from the Hutton Orbital website, so that you can Perfect. listen to the audio up there. So we'll put the audio up there. Video doesn't work so well because. You know, kind of the best play to, best way to play videos is YouTube, unfortunately, and uh, there's no real way of getting around that. But we can certainly put the audio up so that if you check on a sort of Tuesday day, you should be able to access the Monday night show. Uh, what time are you kind of thinking of doing the show? And I don't mean this particular Probably. one, but when well, if you're going to do this on a regular thing on a Monday night, what time are you aiming for? I'm going to aim for eight o'clock so that it would tie in with. Uh, how, allowing you, you the the news to still come out on a Monday and break into the show. Um, obviously, the more interactive live stuff that we have, uh, the more the community can get their teeth in and and, and really help shape this radio station. No problems. Now, also, the, one of the things I, I, I well certainly if I was in the band and sitting there thinking, oh right, I really would love to show off my skills. We've got the likes of Mrs. C. We've got the um, Dino Dean, whatever his name was, Dino. De- Dino, Dino, Dino. I can't remember. Dino, Dino. And he obviously had the Hutton Orbital Blues song that he was um, performing, which was awesome. So people like this that are out there that do have a talent, that do have a band, that are wanting to share their music, 
Can they get in touch with you? And if so, how do they do that? Absolutely. Uh, what I would recommend is if you've got got a video, I want it to be a kind of visual show as well, because it's when you when you listen to a tune, sometimes you're only getting half a story. To actually see the person perform, it gives gives you a more immersive thing. So that's what I really um, would like to get the videos on board. So if you've got a video of you performing. Um, Bung it up onto YouTube and send your links to I took part at huntingorbital.com. I'm kidding about the email address. <laughs> <laughs> Some, somebody's just fainted in the background, I think. Uh, someone wants to check on Snoz. I've seen messages from Snoz coming in like a flashing letter. You're like, that's not going to happen. But yes, we need to have have a route. So if you do have, so you're looking for a band, one has either recorded videos of themselves performing songs so that they can be on it. Absolutely. If they're interested in doing some kind of live stream, then having a chat with you and seeing whether or not we can incorporate that and set it up with them, that would be amazing. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, obviously, uh, my USB cable doesn't go that far, and I am classical based. <laughs> so we I can. Uh, I, I was suggesting that possibly we might Skype. have scope for some uh, road trips. Okay, absolutely up for anything. As I say, it's um, it's all um, getting put together just now. I'm hoping uh, in the next couple of weeks that I will. Uh, have everything in place. Just keep your eye on the Hutton Orbital Truckers Facebook page because any updates I have on it, I will post there. No problems. And we'll try and make sure that when this uh, get live streamed gig is available that we will put the events up and we'll create events for it so that you guys can uh, join in and witness this because it should be pretty interesting. We have a, another little message in and I'm just going to double check and make sure that I don't Commander name is not Commander Jockey, it's Commander Alajax, um, who has sent in that he thinks Twitch rocks, and if you can use music that is on YouTube, yes. check out Mr. Blackout when he streams Elite Dangerous. Okay, I'm not sure who Mr. Blackout is, but that'll be twitch.tv forward slash Mr. Blackout. Uh, that looks like a zero rather than an O, a capital O for out, but you can try... We'll, we'll push it up on the... We'll, 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 um, yeah, Ali Jacks, can you post something up on the Facebook page and everybody can see it there? So, yeah, however you spell it, Ali Jacks, post it up there. Give us a link to it, yeah, that'd be awesome. But yes, if so can I, can I ask a question? Much. So, I, I want to, I want to butt in. Can I ask a question? Um, Elite Meat is in Glasgow, yeah? It will be, yes. Right, and you've got live music being played in Glasgow for this? Absolutely. Okay, so one plus one equals three. Um, at probably five, actually, at this point. Well, so if it's any <laughs> good, are you going to be inviting them down to come and join in over Elite Meeting Glasgow? Absolutely. One of the things that uh, we have discussed, obviously, um, Elite Meet is still in the planning stages, so we need to find the correct venue. But we do have the equipment to set up a stage. Um, we will open it up to the community for an open stage, and I will also be getting local musicians along to kind of play in in the kind of mood for a kind of gaming uh, environment. So, yeah, there will be a stage. There will be some local bands. 
and we will have some community performers as well. And, and if if people want to keep an eye on Elite Meet and what's happening and maybe joining in or maybe coming up to find out, where do they do that? Uh, I'm going to pass you over to the cow for this one. This is his area. Uh, <laughs> He's going to pass you to me. <laughs> well, yeah. You're going to pass someone back to me, you're so right. If you email, I took... No, no. We obviously we use the radio station site, huttonorbital.com, and we do have an events and news and events page there where we can put up upcoming events, and you'll be able to see all the ones that have been and gone. We do use Facebook events as well, so if you're a member of our Facebook page, and we try to keep the forum thread updated in the Frontier forums. These are our three places. We also use Twitter where we can... But essentially, if you watch for these events, we are trying, we've got uh, another team ready to keep the events up to date. But if you go to huttonorbital.com and click on news and events, you should find all the information there. And we will definitely have Elite Meet mentioned there. Elite Meet will also have its own thread in the Elite Dangerous forums too for up-to-date information. I don't think we're going to bother creating an Elite Meet Facebook page uh, because, well, maybe we will, I don't know. I don't know. Well, put it, yeah, well, Snoz, yeah. Snoz, might, Snoz might get that under control. He might want to take Oh, no, hang on a second. Uh, Mike Snozwell added you to the closed group, Elite Meet 2016. Um, we will have so, a Facebook group called Elite we do Meet have, 2016. <laughs> we do have an Elite Meet 2016 group. Uh, thanks, Snozwell. <laughs> this is the best thing about being involved in Hunt and Orbital Truckers is the minute you see something, some sod in the background has done it, and it's great. Um, a cup of coffee. Damn it! <laughs> Doesn't work out. Yeah. So, uh, glass of gin. Oh yes. Don't mind if I do. You. But that's not fair. So we do have an elite meet group, and we will open that up once we have venue information and the finalised dates. I think. But vague, vague dates, vague dates, people. What sort of time of year? Springtime, winter time. March. Basically, have you, have you got polar bears, penguins, or just uh, Scotsmen in shorts? No, we are. We are obviously. We are obviously the guys in Glasgow, and Snoswell is the event organizer. So <laughs> he's not invited Simon, and that's funny. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Right, um, so uh, what you'll find is that Snozwell has been arranging it. He arranged the last Elite Meet with Darren Gray, and it was an awesome event. He's arranging this week, and the only reason we're involved is because we're the Glasgow contingent and can help find the venues, etc. So we are working with Snoz. I believe he has some dates... Um, the group's coming on Facebook soon, he says, tomorrow. And um, so we'll get that opened up with the information that we do have. Once we've finalised the venue, it will be spectacular. We'll make sure we take into account that there's somewhere local that you can stay if you're coming up by train or by plane or however you're coming by drive. We'll make sure there's a nice sort of hotel where you can stay and it's well within reach. The 2nd and 9th of April... Oh, no, that's... Um, that's a shush. I missed the shush. If you're going to tell me, if you're going to tell me to shush, <laughs> put the shush first. But uh, just so shush. everybody, everybody, everybody <laughs> sort of gets an idea of it. I mean, there have been there was fantastic on a couple of weeks ago. There was LaveCon earlier in the year. Elite Meet's a bit different. Um, Elite Meet is well, it does what it says on the tin, isn't it? It's it's people who play Elite get together, have beer, have fun, do stuff. Um, so it, it's not a convention like some of the others and it's not a, 
um, a LaveCon centered around Lave Radio. This is this is a different one. This is basically a bunch of guys and girls getting together in a place to talk about and geek out properly about Elite. Yes. Absolutely. It's really, I mean, it starts off as a, anyone fancy a pint and we could have a chat and you're just talking to people that play Elite and then it becomes whatever it becomes and that's the nice thing about it. So we don't have uh, particular speakers planned. We don't have any events laid on as such. We've got obviously live music assignments Forte, and therefore he wants to bring that to the event. If you want to bring something to Elite Meet, then do last time we had board games, we had a pub quiz run by Ed Lewis, which was awesome. <laughs> we had Elite Encounter uh, sessions. We had some, no, what was his name? It was Splendor came up and had a Docking Dark game, which was great fun. We, Is that Splendor with the fantastic beard and the big hat? That's the one. Oh, yeah. We also had Snuffler with his full rig set up as well. We had Projection um, with all kinds of board games. We had, of course, uh, Colin Ford demoing his um, Elite Dangerous version of... Uh, the board game that he'd created. We had a couple of beta board games or people that have been developing uh, card games. We had Darren Gray had one that was absolutely hysterical. And then, of course, we ended up in the pub playing Cards Against Humanity while another group of people played uh, Elite Encounters with Dave Hughes at another table until God early o'clock. So we're looking for that. It is a one-night thing. It's not going to drag on and eat up your entire weekend. Uh, I'm not sure what time the last one kicked off at 10am now if you're doing this in Glasgow 10am is not a time that many people experience Um, so we'll we'll get all those details finalised once we get the venue and we know what's going on but essentially it's a long way to come if you're not near Glasgow but there are so many fantastic routes and train stations and the airports nearby and lift shares if yes, there are other right. people coming. Yeah, yep. post We're up also on the group. Gonna... Yeah, yeah, do lift shares. Get in a car with some random elite strangers and don't get murdered on route. That's that's a good way. Yeah, we're also going to make sure that the the venue we're in has a bar that's within an hour and a half walking distance. Has he got mugs? Has he got mugs? And gin. And gin. In fact, yeah. There's something yeah. we have to arrange. We have to make sure the venue serves all pints and mugs. <laughs> oh, oh, I need my drinks in a handled, yeah, a handled receptacle of some sort. Um, and um, did I hear Artemis? Oh, this did, did, I, did I hear the guys from Starfleet Comms? They are uh, definitely up for it. Um, once we have a venue and once we have a date, they can confirm. But they're definitely um, penciled in there as. Uh, uh, if they can make it, they will be there with the full Artemis setup. Awesome stuff. Um, right. So, oh, we've, so we've, got, we've got music, we've got events, we've got all these kind of things going on. And um, we were going to put some time aside tonight to talk about other things you can do while trucking to Hutton. Um, but do we need to take a small break before we do that? Um, yeah. Awesome. A, a, a word from our sponsors, and um, then we can talk about some of the other fun things we do when we're, uh, yeah, trucking to Hutton. Yes, no problems. <laughs> we shall play this. Selfie truckers. Wait, wait, we, have you got the bu- have you got Bucks intro there somewhere? Always. 
Yes, um, it is this one. The year is 2015, and NASA launches the last of America's deep space probes. In a freak mishap, Texas Ranger 3 and its pilot, Eric Buck Naked, are blown out of a trajectory and into an orbit that freezes his life support systems and returns Buck Naked to Earth nearly a century and a quarter later. See this asp? This ain't your asp. This is mine. But it could be yours. Only from Lake On Spaceways. there, truckers. There ain't nothing old Buck likes more to start his busy day here at Lake On Spaceways than something hot and brown. That's right, a good old mug of joe. And in the evening, when I head home, I relax with good old sipping whiskey. Now, Buck here knows these things ain't made in factories. No, sir. They're made by hard-working farmsteaders. If you're wondering how these hard-working farm types get their equipment and how the grain and beans get to my mug, let me tell you, it's delivered in a Lacon Spaceways Type 7. If you, like old Mr. Naked, need a barn with wings, you'll buy yourself one of these here vehicles. She's uglier than Cousin Peggy Sue with a forehead bigger than one of my prized steers and longer than one of old Buck's tails. But when you need to grind that coffee run, she has it where it counts. And for an extra 2,000 credits, we'll even attach them steer horns in front of your cockpit. Now you be careful out there. Them Imperial types don't like you denting their toe tracks with your oversized forehead. But rest assured, the Type 7 from Lake On Spaceways will be the backbone of your next farm trip. Not an orbital radio. If you think death is unpleasant, just wait till you die. <laughs> and we're back. You gotta love that. That's one of my favourite buck adverts. That definitely is. <laughs> you know we've got a new one coming. No, say it isn't sure. Say it isn't sure. Oh, the the keelback is coming in 1.5. Oh. Oh, I don't know if I can tell We have a rumor. We have a rumor that Buck has had a preview. Oh no! How does he do that? He must have well, a special rep for Lake on Spaceways. He gets to take it round the circuit. You know, he goes to he goes to these places. They give him drinks. They sober him up, and then they let him drive. <laughs> I don't know about the sobering up part. No. So you wanted to talk about things to do. While you are completing, what would you run to Hutton's or what was it you wanted to bring up in our last? Well, we, we, we're talking about um, Kickstarter. 
Ah. Where all of this nonsense began, where after years and years and years of, you know, Elite Four searching on the Frontier website, suddenly the Kickstarter turned up and, well, I maybe wasn't paying attention, maybe it was before that, but the Kickstarter turned up, it got my attention and I backed this ridiculous nonsense we're up to now. And um, occasionally it's nice to look at some of the other things turning up there and go, wow, I remember that from back in the day or wow, I wish that was here. Yes, and, and uh, in fact, we had a conversation just the other night about about tonight's show and the fact that there's been some really, really, really interesting Kickstarters uh, kick up very, very, you know, uh, recently. And we do have to, I'm just going to double check and see. Uh, Mr. Winner, are you still awake? Good, right. So what we'll do is while Mr. Winner's not here, uh, we will talk about the fact that we had our, our very own Elite Dangerous Commander, Commander Jarvis or Commander uh, Ethan Thane, I believe, Ethias, Ethias Thane, who is, uh, of course, the creator of Escape Velocity. He is the mm. genius behind the Fantastic Books audio versions of all the official Elite fiction. And he's doing it again. He is, this time, not Elite-related. It's another game. But he has a full cast audio drama for the official Chaos Reborn game which launched just last week in the full release and some of it is spectacular and I will put a link up on our Facebook page to all these various Kickstarters and he is trying to do full cast audio uh, adventures set in the Chaos world so it's kind of fantasy wizards and all that kind of awesomeness Um, not elite related but we do know that very very soon um, and the dates he has trademark. Yes, the dates he has released for when he is going to start up some fundraising to record another series of Escape Velocity, which is very much Elite Dangerous related and epic. And if you have not listened to any of these, then where the heck have you been? Go to laveradio.com, click on Escape Velocity, and start listening. These are awesome dramas. In fact. I think we should set a mission for Snoz now. I mean, he's here. He's sending us these tunes. Um, we're going to link to it from our website as well. Because oh. it's that good. Fantastic. So, we, yeah, we need we need a link to the, the Escape Velocity. It's going to be amazing. Uh, I mean, they have such a talented cast. I mean, they always manage to sort of bring in the most amazing extras, even if they're only doing a couple of lines. Some of the support cast that they've had involved are just some of the most talented and amazingly uh, just brilliant people on the internet. Uh, the best kind of people you could possibly meet ever. Uh, um yeah, just awesome yeah. actors. Yeah, you've got a point there. Um, you're sacked. I'm, going, I'm getting with Chris Jarvis for the next episode of Doctors. <laughs> I asked him how much it would cost him to do the editing for it, and uh, he told me two-word answers. Uh, but yes, I have <laughs> I have played a part in the amazing Escape Velocity audio drama, in case nobody quite caught how obvious I was crowbarring that one in. And yeah, they are awesome. They really are. I thoroughly enjoyed it. It's one of these series where uh, not only does Chris's writing excel, the production values on the episodes are through the roof. It's just so immersive and the story is amazing and yeah, you've got to check it out and then of course be ready to back him and help him get uh, some funds raised. What he really wants to do is this is his dream 
for his own job. He wants this to be his income. He wants to be able to make a living doing this. And we can help him achieve that goal. And in return, we receive some of the most awesome uh, fan sort of audio-made dramas that we can love. And at the moment, as I say, he's currently working on official Chaos Reborn fiction Kickstarter, which you can back if you go and search for official Chaos Reborn fiction on Kickstarter, you will find it. Or search for Christopher Jarvis and you will find it. And do, if you have some spare pennies, give him some backing. He's got 22 days to go and he is all but there on his first goal. He obviously wants stretch goals to make more and more different dramas. No, Jarvis wants, Jarvis wants stretching, definitely. Definitely. So that's that's one of the Kickstarters that I stumbled across this week uh, that's just started and is awesome and we all need to get behind. But, Dave, you have one as well. Yeah, I, I had a, a back in the day when I was a youngster kind of screamo. And, um, I don't know whether anybody here remembers the old fighting fantasy books. One of those introduction to... Well, it's not, what was the old one uh, as well as that? The uh, complete your own adventure or make your own adventure? But yeah, Choose your own adventure. Yeah, that's adventure. Forget those for a second. The fighting fantasy books, the Warlock of Firetop Mountain, um, and the rest of the series thereafter. It was Steve Jackson... And somebody help me here. The other guy. Oh, no, um, Michael Jackson. No, this is um, Steve. Oh God, it was on the uh, living. Oh, this is about you. Forest of Forest of Doom, uh, Warlock of Firetop Mountain, Starship Traveler. There were a, a, a swamp of something. I can't Steve remember. Steve Jackson, many... Ian Livingston. Ian Livingston, of course. Um, Steve Jackson, Ian Livingston books. Where, you know, turn to page 20 if you've rolled this on your dice. And, of course, you'd always cheat or fold the page over and go, oh, no, 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 back, back, and um, pretend. Well, um, Tin Man Games, uh, a few years ago, got the, the rights and started working with them to do the Android and Apple versions of the books. And they did them absolutely faithfully. So you could turn the page and you had three game modes. You had the, the original where you could cheat and turn back when it was a bit scary. Um, they had a... A, a standard game where when you made your decision that was it and they also had a hardcore mode or a, a tough mode where everything got a little bit tougher on the dice roll so you, you had your six-sided dice you were turning pages you were making decisions um these are the books that introduced me to gaming back in the day and um, they faithfully recreated them with the original artwork in them on android um, and i've enjoyed introducing um my son Henry, who has been doing some of the voiceovers on the radio station here as well for Don Antonacci and Little Giuseppe, um, I've introduced him to the game books because I don't want to buy, um, you know, new copies. We can't buy new copies of them. So the game books happened, and then they started a Kickstarter, which I noticed last week, for a 3D interactive with models, with games, with turn-based gaming version of the very first book, and I had to put my 32 Australian dollars into it. <laughs> okay, and the silence I, is resounding. No, I've just I've just gone and looked, and yeah, that looks awesome. So that is... Oh, crikey, what's it called now? It was called Fighting Fantasy, The Warlock of Firetop Mountain. There's some beautiful video footage of the gameplay that they've got, the, what they're planning... And it would look very. Oh, it's kind of, it's kind of like it was a, a tabletop game. 
that's exactly it. They've turned the 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 book game into a tabletop game. So we, we're not talking running around first person perspective. It is hop hop hop. But the the 3D graphics look stunning, and their stretch goal already is to get the original artist in from the original Fighting Fantasy game book to do new artwork, especially for the game as well. So if you were one of these uh, dirty, dirty uh, choose-your-adventure cheaters who always kept your finger in the page that you've just been on, so that when you look at it, you have a quick glance, did I die? No, right, okay, I'll turn the page now fully. Because there was always that rule that you were still in the game until you closed that page over. Once that page was closed over, one, you'd never find the damn page again, but two, you had made the move and therefore that was you. You were stuck. Well, uh, I don't remember if you remember if you remember the artwork on the cover of the books as well, but you know it was my introduction as a young man into sort of fantasy not 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 your story books but fantasy gaming, and the artwork was absolutely stunning yes, absolutely. And uh, yeah, I'm, right. looking at it. I'm looking at all the different ones. There are some of the chances you can write a death ending, work with Tin Man Games to create a death for the player character of your choice, etc., etc., etc. So there's quite a, a range of not just you know picking up the game. There's quite a lot of ways that you can get involved in that Kickstarter. Um, now there's it's also the- uh, to, to the detriment. Um, I was going to mention that within 24 hours of the Kickstarter being launched, um, it had been backed, and they're now into the stretch goals. So Anything anybody does with this one makes it better. So they've backed it. It's happening. The beta's happening. The alpha's happening. And the game's happening. But now they're into the stretch goals. This, how much more awesome can you make this? Yes. And now one of the other Kickstarters that's recently kicked off, and I don't know if you are familiar out there, people people on the Twinterweb who are listening into this show, have you seen the real-life first-person shooter? If you have, it was a group of guys that went on to one of these chat roulette systems where you know you log on and it randomly matches you with a web camera and then you have a chat with somebody and then you can move on to the next one and it'll randomise it. And you know, you know, you've got a 50-50% chance of meeting someone who looks like the had a serious accident with a chainsaw or somebody with their bits hanging out and facing. You've all seen these things, but these guys set up one of the most amazing things I have ever seen and definitely that week they won the internet because what the person who was on the other end of their call received was the picture of a type start to go and then they were presented with a full first-person shooter-up using actors live responding to what they said, and it led to some of the most hilarious video footage I've ever seen. It was a zombie infestation leading to the big boss at the end, and it was spectacular. Well, they came back and they did a second level. They did level two, which is a bit more spacey in science fiction and very uh, alien-esque and using a, a huge, massive abandoned power station to set as their scenery. And again, they did the same thing. Now, they've uncovered the fact that this is a unique and very close to sort of what Dave talks about, playing with players. So you are playing with actors, which gives you a far more organic experience and gameplay. And they want to open that up, and they want to continue this, and they want to explore different ways of bringing gameplay. So they have now created a Kickstarter to raise funds for Level 3, 
As a result of backing from as little as a pound, they're just trying to raise as much funds as they can so they can keep this going. Then any 50, they're going to pick 50 people from the backers in order to play level 3, and they're going to continue this kind of process so that you have an opportunity to play the game live, or you can just watch it for free again on YouTube. So these 50 people will take part in level 3. The other backers have got the opportunity to be involved in the planning of things and the backstory lore, Prior to it, they're going to do some kind of event where you can help adjust the story as it goes along by being on their Twitch stream or whatever they're going to use to live broadcast it. So they're going to have some kind of voting system so that we can all have our part if we are backers. Now, if you're looking for that, it is done by a company called Realm Pictures. And you can get to them to at realm-pictures.com. You can back through their website directly or through Kickstarter. Uh, I think it finishes on December the 28th. So if you want to support what is some of the most amazing videos I've seen on the internet, in fact, it's just hysterical, it's awesome. Uh, I'm not sure if I'd rather be more involved from a player point of view or if I would be desperate to be part of the other side and being a zombie or a space alien and things like that really tickles my fancy too. So definitely worth looking into. Real life first person shooter dash level 3 is on Kickstarter or as I say, visit the website website realm-pictures.com we'll try and get in touch with them and see if there's any information that they would like us to put out and we'll maybe bring that in a future broadcast but definitely well, run, run an advert for them or whichever yes um, so yeah Kickstarter uh, guys Simon and Simon are you still there? oh yes <laughs> yes 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 right okay I have to ask a question um, I mean Kickstarter has been a thing over the last few years um, if I go to Simon first um, the best Kickstarter you've backed, and the most disappointing, and uh, you know, don't don't put Elite Dangerous in there because we know it's the best. So, the the <laughs> top and the bottom one are the two that you've backed over the last few years. Well, not not having that much money, it's uh, backing them's not. But the best one I have seen is um, the the rocket to the moon. Uh, I I think that is astounding to 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 have. Just, just a group of people that can build a rocket, take it to the moon, and be part of that. I think it is astounding. Um, uh, disappointing. I, I don't know. Every time I see a Kickstarter, I go, "That's a great idea. Why didn't I think of that?" <laughs> no, but the, the, one of the ones where you wish it had succeeded and it failed, or you've not been watching closely enough. Uh, no, not them. I mean, the, the Kickstarters I have been aware of have been the ones which uh, had a deadline of the 21st of October, uh, which was like the hoverboard, to get a fully working hoverboard out there. The Hendel board were the first people to do that. And uh, they, they, they got kind of there. I mean, their results were, yeah, it's like two magnets floating over each other, so you need to build the whole park out of magnets. And that's how it works. It's like, yeah, that's not really a hoverboard. Um, other companies have come in and tried their own versions of it, but um, you've seen yeah, that, that one over the water parks, where you got the uh, the squirty water out the feet, and you can dive all over the place. Yeah, yeah. I mean, these are all great, but the ones that excite me is when you look at some of the people out there that are. Um, uh, what's called quantum locking, where you super freeze magnets and you can position them and they don't move and um, that kind of technology. And the, the one thing for me about Kickstarters is um, it, it's pe- people who have the ideas 
can now can now do it. It doesn't go to a corporation where it's can we make money from it? Um, can we overprice it and everything? It's actually you know the real results. You know for, for as a, as a kid when you're growing up, I always dreamt of building a rocket to go to the moon. You know, and 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 to have like a team of scientists that you can now just take a couple of my pounds and I can be part of that. I think that's astounding. Um, uh, uh, okay. I don't think that's so, genuine. Yes, it, it, a real one. It's got to be a real one. Was that was that put, 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 was that possibly a, 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 a Kickstarter that was put up by Kate Moss and uh, Edward Woodward? No, it's a it's a real one. Rob, put it. You put a link up. Tell us about it. Okay, so. Right. That's yours. So your best one is going to the moon, and your worst one is um, hoverboards. Hoverboards, right? Okay. So Simon, and it's not it's not going to the moon. Just can I correct? It's a rocket that will have a live webcam on it. You don't actually get in the rocket, cow. I know that's what you're thinking. Okay, I picked up. <laughs> I, was, I was beginning to think it was possibly parts of you or something you surgically removed. <laughs> By the by, the way, when I go, if you guys are standing around, you can blast me to the moon. Just put me my dust in a box and send me to the moon. That's fine. Or out there, actually, just eject it. That's fine. Um, Technically, the moon was made out of cheese until we all started firing body dust up there. Right. Okay. So, Simon. um, Yeah. Last twelve months, your best, your worst Kickstarter. Well, I don't really go on Kickstarter that much, really. But the one I did see and did take my fancy was one where they were going to uh, put into space a little camera with space sails that would float on the solar wind and go wherever the solar wind took them. Uh, Obviously, it was limited by uh, how much solar energy they could get with their little solar panels. And these things weren't big. They were about the size of uh, an average camera or a little speaker. Maybe even mug size kind of would be a, a good thing. But they had a little sail on them and they were going to map the kind of map the solar wind with them and see where they ended up. A bit like back in the 18th century, 19th century, sorry, where they released loads of bottles and ducked into the ocean to see, just to see where they ended up. And people are still finding them today, so quite an interesting prospect, I thought. So a bit like Flossie in Super Cruise, yeah? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Push that fun out of the way. Or, or Robbie Runway. Um, okay, so that's your best idea, is the ambitious exploration, drop a bottle in space and see where it goes to. Um, and your worst one, the one that you, I don't know, backed or think, oh, I'm disappointed that didn't work. I don't know, really. Like I said, I don't really go on Kickstarter that much. There has been some I've looked at and gone, that's never going to take off, kind of thing, you know, where... You know, there was one. This is what makes me laugh. Was um, was it was basically a gar- a garment where you could take the sleeves off, and I thought basically all you've done is invented the t-shirt. You know, with, Vel- with Velcro, yeah, just ripped yes. and jumped on. Yeah, you know, okay. there's lots of them on Kickstarter that uh, I always go, well, yeah, well, not really a Kickstarter project I could really get behind. No, I, I mean, there are a few out there that definitely, I've looked at them and gone, God, I wish they could succeed, and oh, no, they're going to fail horribly on delivery. But, okay, so, um, Psycho Cow Grant, yes, you, yes. your best one, your, your, oh, my goodness, it existed, it got funded, this is awesome. Uh, 
Oh, crikey. Um, you know, I, I, I am a sucker for all Kickstarters. Uh, just all the no, we gathered that. Oh, we bloody, definitely gathered that. I can't afford to make this thing. Uh, and frankly, I can't help but go, yeah, I'll give you some money. I love the... Um, oh, crikey. Elite Dangerous is obviously one of the biggest ones, and it was like amazing, but I wasn't part of that Kickstarter, so I can't claim that one as my own. I'm sure you're reserving that one for yourself. <laughs> But one of the best um, for being involved in, and uh, this is one of the best experiences as a Kickstarter, was the Fantastic Books Audio Kickstarter. That was brilliant from start to finish. Okay, if you tried to work out what you'd actually paid for with your pledge rewards, you would never have a clue. It was all over the shot in that respect. But, you know, Fantastic Books, they managed to get constant updates every night, sometimes more than two a day, video up updates, they involved us, they created drama, we had the evil senator we had just an awful lot of fun to keep people checking in on it every every night and he got just across the line in the last minute it was it was really exciting and it was genuinely genuinely chuffed and you know that that set up chris jarvis to realize his dreams of working in audiobooks and things and working in audio and we wouldn't have had anywhere near the most amazing audiobooks i mean tales of the frontier is just divine if you've not played it get a copy of that an audiobook it is huge value for money mostly harmless is spectacular uh, elite record no, mo- mostly harmless. I pity the poor guys in that one. Yeah, that is pretty brutal. Chapter ten, I think, was it chapter ten? No, I see. Spoilers. I, I winced. I winced a lot. <laughs> but you know, that's. I mean, and and that was definitely by best experience. Uh, worst experience Kickstarters, the ones I I really dislike, and I'm not going to put into any particular one because I don't back them. But I get my. I get really get the hump when I see a Kickstarter for people that have. They're, you know, they're being a little bit disingenuine. They've got a game that they've made maybe two years ago, and it's practically done. And all they're doing is trying to make money off the back of it. And I really resent that because yeah, well, come on, you you must have spent money on one that you really wanted to ex- exist, and you're disappointed it's failed. I mean, that that's where we go with the. <sighs> The, the failure one, not 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 one that uh, oh, they shouldn't have done that in the first place, but the one that oh I'm stoked for this and oh no it's failed or it's not been delivered. Um, I am still waiting for Star Citizen. Uh, I'm still waiting for uh, a board game called The Privateer, uh, which is hopefully it's now about a year and a half late. Uh, I have to say that when it comes to Kickstarters. I have been extremely lucky and I have never backed one that hasn't passed. But I think if you want to push me on the one that was the, the most one that was the most disappointing was Ethereum, which was a relaunch of the Wing Commander kind of style gaming. Oh. And um equally because this is relevant, one of my least favourite Kickstarters when I first got the Alpha Access was Pulsar, which is now <laughs> one of my favourite Games which I'm really chuffed about. So, but it is, is that was Skip the most Rat, disappointing. Skip Rat and his pink sausage on the spaceship. Yes, the HMS yes. Cumbernauld. Yes, <laughs> if, if I, I have joined me. you. I've joined you aboard the Cumbernauld and the pink sausage a few times, <laughs> and there's something addictive about damn good gameplay 
even if the graphics aren't there and the um, the mission system aren't there, but the the gameplay, the cooperative gameplay. I mean, there's four guys running around, and did you not stand behind me last time and carve the word tit in the hull above my head? With <laughs> he got that idea from me. <laughs> Well, I, I tried drawing a penis on a windshield. <laughs> yeah, that's not true, Mr. Winnard. We were all trying to draw rude shapes on the windshield in front of the captain. <laughs> <laughs> Which just goes to show why Elite should not have custom skins, because there's people playing that game like us. But yeah, so there's an example of one where I thought it was rotten rank and absolutely waste of a backing and then suddenly after a couple of you know a long time of uh, not playing it and then jumping in just to show someone how rubbish it was and then going actually this is pretty damn good it was was an awesome feeling however Ethereum remains a game that is sitting in my Steam library that will never ever be played uh, May I well, interject for a second? Go on then. Because the, uh, just before you leave the cow, there was a Kickstarter he was part of. It was successful, but it's disappointed quite a lot of people. And I do have a piece of audio here, which will sum it up for, for especially Mr. Winnard there. No! Just, just to clarify, uh, Lave Radio was not the Kickstarter. That was, in fact, the no. Kickstarter for an audio <laughs> podcast called Strangeness in Space, who are currently fundraising again to get their next episode, uh, the next two episodes completed. And they are currently offering your opportunity to buy your own song composed by Pink Custard at this very precise moment. So if you go to strangenessinspace.com, you can do that. If you are excited by the Dave Lowe Kickstarter, which finally succeeded to redo the Elite Frontier theme tune and to release a lot of the classic Dave Lowe, Amiga and games and Atari ST and all his amazing work in the past, they are also attempting to raise more funds and take pre-orders for their albums and things, so check out them as well. Right, okay, so you guys are going to ask me, so David, or Vantian, or Vinge, or whatever, so what about yours? Yeah, well, what if, No, 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 we're not worried. <laughs> and, and that's all we have time for tonight, so no... Vin- what happened to last week? <laughs> no, that's a different show. So Dave, go on then, let's hear your, we'll go start with your best, your best Kickstarter. Uh, can I say Uncle Art? You can. Ooh. Because the Uncle Art one, the the music from back in the day, the getting down to Abbey Road Studios, the um, squeezing through at the last minute at the end of LaveCon and just beyond um, to get some of the music properly orchestrated from back in the day on computer games. Um, yeah, that, that, that for me was one of my most exciting Kickstarters. And... Well, having met them too, they're lovely guys. And at LaveCon, wasn't it that they actually met their goal? Yes. It was. Yeah, we had the we had the room going at the time. We had a, a whole room of what a hundred, hundred and ten people. And uh, as people left, we were talking to them about the uh, the Kickstarter, and we we got the news about fifteen twenty minutes later that they got backed just before the deadline. Um, and for me, hearing that old soundtrack uh, properly recorded. 
I mean, uh, yeah, I'd pay that money for it, even after the uh, Kickstarter, but put the money in beforehand so they get to uh, go to Abbey Road and do the thing. Yeah, definitely. That's my best. The That's amazing. I mean, it was... Mindwipe was actually... He's been a huge proponent of uh, the... the call uh, Uncle Art and that's why I'm saying they're still trying to, they're still raising funds and accepting orders if you want to get a copy of that which is brilliant so it should be spectacular when it finally comes to fruition but that's your best so Dave, have you had any fail on you? What the Helicopters Follow cams I mean Fozza is with me on this one Um, there was a lot of talk about uh, yeah, helicopter follow cams and uh, quadcopters and somebody filled me in. I, I blanked my mind about this one. But it was a disappointment. The, the, is it a case of it just didn't reach its target? No, I mean, the the guys in the Kickstarter promoted the awesome swarm-based helicopter follow cam. I'm not going to mention the names of the guys who did it. Um, and then when it got to release and everybody backed it and you could get a case with the, the quadcopter and it was supposed to follow you and work with other quadcopters and what happened was it was just the same as every other quadcopter. And I think Fozzer backed that one as well. And possibly Alan. And it's just under delivery on what you ordered. Oh, that made the news, didn't it? Yeah, much disappointment publicly. It should have been awesome. I mean, I should have been able to drive my car on a race circuit round, I, I mean, you name it, Cadwell Park, Alton Park, whatever, and have my quadcopter follow me. And as it stands now, it can take off, it can take a picture, it can bugger off again, and that's it. You lost it, didn't you? No, just it flew away and never came back to you. Cadwell Park is in the tree. <laughs> well, there's something. Just well, you did crash the car into the tree too, so maybe you did do the job. <laughs> so, the I mean, from from my point of view, the the digital ones, the um, the gaming ones, are doing really well. The the physical technology ones are struggling at the moment. There's a delivery issue. Um, maybe they're being, you know under-ambitious on the funds and the money involved in getting something into production. But, yeah, the physical delivery ones are being a bit pants, and the digital ones are being quite awesome. One thing that uh, my brother, Simuf, that you backed, that currently I have sitting here in its box that it shipped in after setting it <laughs> once and then never using again. Can you remember what that was? <laughs> You set it up once. Oh, and what what kind of genre or what kind of category? It was a revolutionary new type of um, console. Hmm. Which essentially turned out to be Android and a frank. Oh, yes. It was something that you could play your Android mobile phone games on your television with. The uh, Ouya. The Ouya, and it was a huge disappointment. Have you seen the Sinclair one? Yeah, no, the, uh, the, the the new Spectrum, the new Spectrum, they're they're re-releasing yeah. a sort of wireless forty eight k keyboard styled Spectrum that plays games and classic games on it's your device. a Bluetooth keyboard. Yeah, I read between the lines and it says it's a Bluetooth keyboard, and I'm instantly thinking. 
Right. It looks sexy, though. Mm. Yeah. Do, is it like the original where you turn it out upside down, the keys fall out? <laughs> that your must, your original one was broken, Simon. No, there was an original Spectrum version one or two with the rubber keys, and if you turn the keyboard upside down, the keys fell out. The key shouldn't yeah. have fallen because it, it was a rubber. Membrane. Does anyone remember playing Ghostbusters on that? Ghostbusters. Yeah, when you had to go and hunt the ghosts around the city and <laughs> upgrade your car and grind for more credits and hang on a second, we've not yeah. progressed much, have we? <laughs> it's still an awesome game. You know what? It was the repetitive, repetitive, the, 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 the way that that gameplay that gameplay was just so addictive. It was right, rubbish. Right, so- Okay, okay, so what we've so said, said is that, that who? I mean, hang on a second. Who's got the speakers on? Ah, my ears. That'll be Simuf is uh, currently looping everyone back through. I've muted him from my point, but um, hold on. Let's see if you can put your push to talk on, Mister Muff, please. It's fixed. It's oh. fixed. It's fixed. Oh, I see what he was trying to do. <laughs> Listen to that glorious music. I just saw some background music from. Just some something in the background, some really good. <laughs> yeah. That's what we used to class as game music. But that's awesome. I mean, I've got a seven-year-old horse, uh, <laughs> teeth bacon, seven-year-old at home, and I've got one of those old Shark Attack. Um, you put it to your eyes, uh, Tommy games, and according to him, that is awesome. I've got the shark one, I've got the aliens one, and you put it to your face, you put batteries in it, and it is awesome. Uh, my son thinks it's awesome, and it's better than Angry Birds. Wow. Wow. Now, we have been uh, online way too long tonight. We are rapidly approaching, I think, two hours and uh, 32 minutes, which is possibly our, our, our longest show yet. So I think it's time that we uh, relieved our listeners and let them get about their own evening if they haven't already buggered off. And, or at uh, least play an advert. <laughs> yeah, we can play an advert in a second. Um, let's see, what should we go for? Any particular tune? Oh, never mind. I've got yeah. one. So one. we're going to play this one, and we are going to say cheerio. Thank you, Simon, for giving us the information on the radio station changes and some of the exciting stuff coming up on the radio station. I'm sure I've seen the comments coming in already from excitement. People are really, really looking forward to that. Thank you, Mr. Winnard, yes. for being here. Just one. <laughs> got another performer just booked in for Christmas to do a Christmas special. <laughs> Is it, is a talented it, is it singer-songwriter. Kate Moss? Uh, no, it, it's Kate Woodward, the illegitimate <laughs> child. Okay, yeah. awesome. Not Kate, can, yeah. you, can, you, can you reveal your, your, your special guest, or is it a secret? It'll be a secret. It's nobody famous, because I don't... Uh, it'll be somebody uh, who, whose tracks are already on live radio, but they're coming back for Christmas. So, a uh, very talented uh, singer-songwriter, piano uh, pianoist um, so we'll have her on for Christmas <laughs> pianoist <laughs> Piano. <laughs> that's because if I say the other one you're going to say did you say penis <laughs> right by the way as the for the king of the schedules um, whose schedule is running now We've uh, what time is it 
we have just essentially deleted Simuth's two hour slot tonight to speak Yeah, we're we're actually into snozzes as well. And then it's gonna go into trucker music at eleven PM. Uh, for a couple of hours to take us over the midnight and uh, into the new day. Fantastic. Well, thank Fantastic. you for your update tonight. That's been brilliant. Uh, Dave, do you have anything you want to put out there before we close the show? You're all flipping crazy. <laughs> that, that, that's, that's fairly true. So we're going to finish up with an absolute corker of a tune. Thanks, guys. That was awesome. You've been listening to Hutton Orbital Radio. We are broadcasting on, well, Mondays at the moment. We'll have live broadcasts. And if it's not myself, then we're going to have Sai Muth playing some selections of music and obviously leading up to his desired dream of a live stream of a band concert just for us. But I'm going to leave you with a tune and we will catch you again next week. Do check out Thursday night's event in the TeamSpeak channel. We'll have an event on the Facebook page and we'll try and get an event up on the Hutton Orbital webpage too for some more commander training on Thursday night. And join us in TeamSpeak at laveradio.teamspeak3.com. You're listening to Hutton Orbital Radio and we bid you a good night. Enjoy this final tune. Goodbye. <laughs> woman beg and I make a good woman steal I make an old woman blush and I make a young girl squeal I wanna be yours pretty baby yours and yours alone I'm here to tell you honey that I'm bad to the bone bad
Every woman I meet, <laughs> they all stay satisfied. I want to tell you, pretty baby, what I see, I make my own. And I'm here to tell you, honey, that I'm bad to the bone. Bad to the bone. Bad. 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 Bad.